Point number three. Here we go. Actually, this, this ties right into what we're talking about. Help is available. Okay? <laughs> so first, we, we decided that crucifying self is a call in our lives. Secondly, here's how it helps our home. I think we've established that this is a difficult process, but certainly not an impossible process by any means. Because if God calls us to do something, does he ever leave us hanging? Or does he equip us to do it? He equips us. So help's available. Crucifying self is not something we do in our own strength. God provides the grace for us to do it. Here's some examples. Providing friends to help in times of need. Have you ever had somebody come alongside you at your lowest moment in life? Or some of your most difficult moments in life where you're just completely overwhelmed and you know I'm going to fail and falter and God brings somebody along that can help prop you up, let you see your blind spots and say, hey, you're way off base. Because here's the thing. If you're locked into a head-to-head battle with your spouse over a particular topic, you don't generally want to hear them call out your blind spot, right? Because the idea is, well, they have an unnecessary motivation to undercut me. But what if a third party who has no um, buy-in to the situation, the outcome doesn't affect them by any way, shape, or means, speaks to you and says, hey, you're off base. And here's why you're off base. Doesn't that speak volumes? For you to step back and reflect and say, boy, maybe there's some improvement that needs to be made here. Accountability partners who make us aware of our own blind spots. Um, go with me to Romans. You might be close by. Romans chapter 8, verse 13. Our most powerful, I would say, asset, but really the Holy Spirit of God is God himself working you know, with us and through us, is Romans chapter 8, verse 13. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify, that's a pretty intense medical term, isn't it? To mortify something. To mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Anybody want to give insight on what mortify means? Beth. <laughs> what that means. Um, yeah, exactly. Cut it off and cauterize the thing. It's dead. It's gone. Remove it. Mortify the deeds of the body in that moment. See, the Christian life isn't it a life of paradox. If you lose your life, you gain your life, right? In this case, if you mortify something, if you mortify the body, it will live. It seems completely counterintuitive, but that's the work that Paul is trying to um, remind us but the only way that that's possible is what? But if he through the Spirit. Through the Spirit. Well, you say, well, that sounds like some kind of transcendent thing that I can't really access. No, no, no. We pray in the power of the Spirit. Remember what I was talking about earlier? So the simple prayer is, God, make me aware of what thing in my life today that needs to be crucified. Then the prayer continues, and by your Spirit, make, me, make it possible for me to accomplish that thing. Because in my own strength, I can't do it. I haven't been able to do it up to this point. True? God makes me aware of something in my life that shouldn't be there. I haven't been able to overcome it yet. So I must ask him for the help with which to overcome it. And do you see how that compounds? Because then you can look back day after day after day and say, Wow, God gave me victory there. He gave me victory there. He gave me victory there. He gave me victory there. Then you get to the day where you look at something that seemed overwhelming at one point And you say, Well, he gave me victory every other day. Why would this day be any different? True? But it's a continual process, isn't it? Yeah? Okay. So the Holy Spirit, we must accept where we fall short and actively pray for God to help us overcome. God works in people who are willing to change. I should probably underline that. God works in people who are willing to change in order for Him to do what He wishes 
with them. So the next thing is, and this is, this is also, I think, vital to crucifying self, is carefully dealing with your past. So remember that there's always power to overcome, true? But carefully dealing with our past, and here's what it means, here's what the writer means by some of these things. Unheal the wounds from hurts received earlier in life. What do those things look like? And these are genuine things that shape and mold who we are and affect how we react in a situation is what were we dealing with as we were growing up. Could be abuse, could be past sin in our life, could be, and I mentioned this earlier, growing up spoiled can have a profound effect on how we react to conflict within our marriage relationship. True? Now again, they're not crutches, they're not excuses, but they are genuine things that need to be dealt with in gentleness, kindness, patience, and long-suffering by both parties. Yeah? Do you ever find that? And, and we're so aware of it in the other person, yet we often miss it in our own lives. We see where the other person has been shaped by experiences in their past, but we completely miss, oftentimes, why we react in such a way because of failure to deal with the things that have shaped and molded us. Again, the Holy Spirit of God gives us the mind of Jesus, renews our mind, right? So our mind can be renewed. We're not handcuffed to that. But we got to generally realize it's there in order to overcome it.